0: So, you might be very surprised to hear my voice being so high. It's because I'm not Steven today, I'm Lindsay, so, surprise! Um, Today is a very special or odd episode, depending on the way you look at it. Uh, This is episode 10.5 of Home Away From Dome. So yeah, so what does that mean, 10.5, well, it's an odd episode because instead of looking at an episode of Under the Dome today, I'm going to be looking at some of the characters. Now you might also be wondering, well, why Lindsay, not Steve? Um, Well there's one big difference in our perspectives of watching Under the Dome, and that is that this is my first watch through, so for those of you also watching along, uh, I am also watching Under the Dome for the first time. Uh, Steve, on the other hand, has seen it at least twice. I think this is his third time, maybe second. Anyways, Um, so it's been 10 episodes of the, I believe, 40 episodes total, and I just thought I have lots of thoughts that are uh, in my head, and I wanted to get them out. And I decided instead of making just a big long list of things in the episodes, I would do it systematically and judge harshly the characters in this show. So I have put together a list, it's about 30 characters long, I tried to think of as many as I could, and um, I've judged them out of a score of 45, now let me explain. So I gave them up to 10 marks for the consistency of their motivation and just their motivation overall. I've given them 10 more marks for how realistic or relatable the characters are. Now, as you can tell, this is this is obviously going to be about the characters, but also about the well, spoiler, but poor writing in this show. Um, I also gave them a score out of 20 for entertainment value because you know there's some poorly written characters in my mind out there that are still very entertaining and so I want to give a large amount to that and then lastly five marks for screen time so that you know for the most part I would say that our main characters were in at least the top half but that is not always true so uh yeah so it's out of 45 um I'll tell you their scores I'll tell you their place in my ranking of the 30 of them and uh I'll also give you some of my reasons um And some of them I have favorite clips, so I thought this would be a fun time to revisit, or they might not have been clips you've heard before. So, here we go. Now, starting at number 30, uh, he is always at the bottom of every uh, ranking we've ever done. Peter Shumway. So, he got a a 2 in motivation, a 5 in relatability, an 8 in entertainment, and a 2 in screen time. Um, So, Why did I give him such low marks? I mean, here's the thing, he, uh, screen time two, he honestly would have been a screen time of one, except they keep bringing back in flashbacks and things like that. Um, I really just don't think we were given the time to meet him. We literally started out with him being buried and then we flashed back a bit to his fight and things like that. And so I gave him an eight, which is, you know, a medium score for entertainment, a medium to low, I guess, because... He does add a bit of, you know, value to the show in terms of this, you know, extra mysteries for Julia and Barbie and something hard in their relationship. But at the same time, not really. As we just discovered, it, it really didn't matter all that much. It's We've sort of been waffling on how much he matters to the show and finally in episode 10, the showrunner, the show writers just sort of said he doesn't. And I agree with them. So um, I also will say I gave him such a low motivation. A score of two because not only um, do we not know much about his motivation, but when we finally do in this last episode, we discover it's the the most ridiculous motivation I've ever heard of. If you want more about that, uh, make sure you've uh, listened to Steve's last episode, episode 10, because I go on about that. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on these low uh, characters, low-leveled characters, but um, as we get higher, I'll uh, I'll spend more time. So, Moving up to number 29, Sheriff Howard Duke Perkins. Yeah, so uh, Motivation 3, Relatability 6, Entertainment 6, and Screen Time 2. Duke also falls in this category of characters who die very quickly um, in Episode 1 as well. Um, We do get a few flashbacks, things like that um his entertainment score is mostly just in how you know he affects the other characters i i did give him a lower entertainment score than um than peter because um i will say i just feel like and like the, la- the the first interesting thing he really was was oh he's in the drug business but the characters only knew about that for a split second before it even mattered like linda found out and then she was over it like it ju- it really hasn't added much um, his main job was just in the first episode showing us, you know, that the electronics and shocking us and killing someone. And I honestly just wish they'd left it at that. Like, bringing him back has just been more frustrating. So, um, yeah. So, Peter and uh, and Duke both have very low scores. Um, I think they're both at 17. Uh, but, you know, I put Peter below uh, Duke because at least Duke had a cool hat and I like that. Okay, now 28, uh, this might be a shocker, uh, this is a good time to just throw out there that my list is obviously not going to be the same as Steve's list, it's not going to probably be the same as yours, even if you use the same criteria, um, I will say I am not a big fan of anti-heroes, I'm not a big fan of, like, bad guys, um, I tend to like a well-written, good hero character, um for those of you that like kind of the Breaking Bad style, I really, I watched it all, but I wasn't, I didn't love it because, you know, I didn't, I'm not, I I want relatability. That's why I gave, you know, almost a quarter of the marks to that. So, um, anyways, with that out of the way, number 28, Angie McAllister. So, uh, motivation three, uh, relatability or realisticness, uh, four, entertainment, six, and, uh, screen time, five. So this is a kind of a big shocker. Uh, she's the first one we've had of a screen time of five. She's been in, I believe, every episode, but, um, but really, like, not doing much. Um, her entertainment value, very low, in my opinion. Again, she's sort of just there as a prop for other character stories to show how weird Junior's been. Uh, in episode one, she got locked in a bunker. Um, so, honestly, I'm, I'm very sick of listening to her yelling things, yelling help, yelling at Junior. Yeah, like, it just, I'm just over it. Like, if there was any, I hate when writers kind of have someone be like, oh, it's, you know, it's so-and-so's wife or their girlfriend, but honestly, instead of looking at her as Angie, half the time I look at her as just Junior's ex-girlfriend or the girl. Like, her without Junior is literally no story. So, um, yeah, I put her pretty low. Her motivation, uh, originally I would have actually had it a lot higher, but, um, all of a sudden the last couple episodes she went from motivation, clear motivation of I want to get out of this bunker, to a random motivation of now she's all in on the dome stuff. And I don't know why. Like, I really don't. I, I feel like she got sort of, 180'd in the writing. So not a fan. Uh, and honestly, you'd think she'd be more relatable since I'm, you know, a young woman and she's just not. So maybe I'm judging her harsher on that, but she's really just not. So, uh, Angie, number 28. Now, number 27, she's uh, new to the uh, season, but Maxine Seagrave. So, she's the new big bad that we've just met a couple uh, episodes ago. Yeah, I'm with Steve. I'm not a fan of her. Um, I gave her motivation 6, relatability 2, entertainment 10, and screen time 2. So, um, again, just I really don't understand her motivation. We discovered last episode about her mother, and I'll go into more of her mother later. But um, I, I guess I can get why she became... You know a quote unquote bad guy but I just don't understand why like if she hates the town the way that her mother does and for what they did to her mother then why is she making deals with Duke to not bring drugs in wouldn't like her motivation shouldn't it be to corrupt the town like I would buy that I'm all about that but it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me um so there's the lack of it's a confusing motivation um I just don't find her relatable um, I don't find it, I find that she's written almost like, I mean, she's, she really is the male writer writing a female feeling character. And I, I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying that's how it feels. It feels like, you know, oh, like a, you know, guys, what would you think that a, you know, woman crime boss would say? And they're saying all these things, but honestly, it just doesn't, it doesn't relate to me. And I, I don't even have necessarily examples. Um, but, uh, I just I haven't liked anything she said Um, entertainment medium yeah I mean she just got here screen times low I I get that she's adding you know these plot points but she really just feels like she's adding plot points and um, I could care less about what happens to her character I I'm not entertained by her another thing I forgot to mention is something that really bothers me with both the writing and the characters, um, and that is repeating things. Um, Basically repeating the same things over and over as if the audience has forgotten from the last episode or sometimes from 20 minutes ago. Um, Maxime is a great example of this. Uh, She basically has two things that she likes to parrot she likes to parrot that her and barbie are made for each other or talking about their relationship and also this or if you want i can reveal all your dirty laundry and then we can see how that goes you must have forgotten everything we talked about yesterday then about how you killed peter shumway and how julia would hate hearing about that yeah it's uh we'll see it again with other characters we'll talk about it later in this list but uh maxime is uh Maxime's character is very obvious about this because she's only been in two episodes and I think I've heard the same statement five times from her. Alright, so uh, moving on to uh, number 26, so this is Harriet Arnold, Um, and for those of you thinking who's that, Uh, she was the pregnant lady um, midway through what we've, uh, midway through this season. So yeah, I I don't remember too much about her either. but she was the pregnant lady, and uh, I gave her a motivation of 7, realisticness 5, entertainment value of 8, and a screen time 1. So, a screen time 1 just means that they've probably only been in one episode, and, um, that is the case for Harriet. Uh, her motivation, I, I, fairly high, like, 7, um, because, you know, obviously her motivation was just have a baby like they didn't give her a lot of character other than that. So honestly, I'm fine with it. She was there for that purpose, and that's they haven't brought her back, which I appreciate. Um, relatability five. I mean, I feel like she was just being neighborly. She stayed out of the drama. That's probably how I'd try to live my life. Um, I can understand, you know, um, trying to reach out to her husband, like feeling lonely. Like I, I get some of that. So honestly, maybe I should have gone higher with her relatability because that's probably her best um, avenue. But you know, I just, I was also like, I don't know, per, like maybe she's realistic, but she just didn't, her writing, the things she said didn't really feel all that realistic. Like if I'm in the middle of giving birth, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, haven't done it, but but am I really contemplating, you know, the, the world around me as much? I, I just didn't feel it. It felt very plot devicey. so I don't know. Um, all right, so in uh, 25th, uh, we have Carolyn Hill. So, uh, for those of you who forget who she is, that's hilarious because she's supposed to be a semi-regular character, um, I gave her a motivation of six, a relatability of six, entertainment eight, screen time three. So, I went with the screen time of three. If you'd asked me a couple episodes ago, it probably would have been a four or five, but she's basically been gone since, uh, since her wife died, um... Yeah, so this is uh, Nori's mom, the one who was not diabetic, not a doctor. Uh, she was black. She was a lesbian. Like, that's all I really got from her. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, some of you might not have known she was black, actually, because I guess if you're not watching it. But um, that's what I mean. Like, and don't get me wrong, I don't think she has to talk about that by any means. But we we really had nothing from her. And um, so much so that they've basically just said, oh, she's you know, been in a room crying for four days now. I don't even know. So, I got a lot of, um, I guess I, I should say I got stumped here where I was like, I really don't know where to put her. I gave her a six motivation because I'm like, okay, yeah, solid. Like she was coming through town, you know, dealing. Like I want more of her and Nori. I thought, oh, Alice is out of the picture, the the mom. So the other mom and Nori are going to have this like, you know, battle of wills or something or maybe we see was, was Alice the one holding them together? Like I feel like there's so much you could do with it and they just sort of said, nah, it's all good. So. We sort of lost her motivation um she's fairly realistic i i will say like you know she's she's got some of the more normal lines i guess um but then she also has lines like this one she's a psychiatrist but she did her internship in medicine yeah so i mean she's definitely thrown in as um i guess a plot device as well in the sense that she explains what's going on she she'll talk about her family members who are both more important than her She's really just there. (laughs) I gave her an entertainment of eight because, you know, I guess she's, she's there. She helps move along the plot, but she herself is not all that entertaining. Um, I think the only entertaining thing she ever did was she tried to steal insulin once, and then Alice told her not to, and then the next episode Nori stole insulin, and she was like, yeah, good job. So I was like, you know, but then of course, what's your motivation? So a little confused there. Anyways. Um, okay. Number 24 is Andrea Grinnell. Um, now we have never said Andrea's name on our podcast before. Uh, we've, I think just referred to her as neighbor lady. Uh, she's been in a few episodes actually. She, at the start of the season was the one that told Julia, oh, you should check out the propane, which Julia didn't because the dome came down. And then, uh, during the, the rioting parts, she was there. She was, uh, apparently part of the riots. She helps kind of in, in- incentivize people? She Rile people up, basically. Um, so that was interesting. And then she also came to Linda about the propane again. So, I mean, huge plot device character. But um, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind her. Uh, I gave her a low motivation of four because truly we have no idea what her motivation is. She's just so bland. I did give her a realistic of ten, though, because I feel like I know that annoying neighbor lady um, I'm not gonna name names, but I definitely, (laughs) I definitely feel like I've met those type of people before, um, who are just all up in the town's business or the, you know, the community's business and, um, just sort of, like, are bored. Like, it almost feels like, she was bored before the dome came down and now she's still just kind of bored. And so she's like, "Ooh, propane across from the street from me. I'm going to get involved in that. But then also she's the type of person who immediately goes in and riots over toilet paper. So I feel like we, you know, we have those people in our world. So I gave her the highest score in that for sure. Uh, Entertainment 8. Yeah, again, she's not all that entertaining. She's just kind of plot and um, screen time of two because she's been there a bit, but, you know, they have brought her in and out, but at the same time, like, Really, she could be replaced with someone else super easy in a lot of these scenarios. So, it doesn't matter that much. Okay, moving on. So, number 23. Uh, So, this is Eric Rusty Denton. Uh, So, if you'll remember, uh, Linda has a fiancé fireman, Rusty, and he is uh, trapped on the other side of the dome because of the parade. So, I don't even want to call him a plot device. He's really just not. Like, I don't know... I think the only reason he's even a character is for two reasons, um, so, you know, there'd be this sad moment at the beginning of Linda being like, no, my fiance's out there, and then another when his brother, who's also a police, dies, but truly, you could have just been like, oh, Linda's, I don't know, friend is out there, or Linda's, like, family is outside the dome. Like, truly, it hasn't mattered. She hasn't mentioned him. Since his brother died. (laughs) Like, they, they had that when they were at the dome, um, saying hello just before the missile. You know, he was there. She told him, oh, your brother died. And we haven't heard about him since. And I just sort of was like, yep, yep, okay. I get Linda's busy with other things, but I don't know. It just, it, it makes Linda less believable to me because I feel like that would be really crushing me if my fiance, which, you know, I can say that because I have one, if he was on the other side of this dome and I haven't, even 10 days, like, I know how tough that can be on someone. So, it's just weird to me to include that character and not really be you know, coming back to that storyline at all. So that's odd. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't even say so. Motivation 5, uh, Realistic Ability 8, uh, Entertainment 10, and Screen Time 2. I think I covered it all. Motivation, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Parade? I'm not really sure. Uh, relatability 8. He seems like a hunky fireman guy who's pretty nice and, yeah, so seems like he could be a real person. And honestly, he doesn't have a lot of lines, so there's not much to say he's not relatable about. Um, Entertainment 10 yeah, maybe that was kind of high. Uh, the couple times he's been in scenes, I thought he was fun and funny even without talking. So I feel like the, you know, the, the actor is quite entertaining. Story-wise, forget about it. Um, okay. So, number, uh, 21. So I have a tie here. Um, 21 and 22, those spots. Um, two characters, um, that were both, um, pretty minor, but, uh, one was more minor than the other. Um, so... Miss Moore and Paul Randolph. So, Miss Moore was Linda's teacher. And you'll remember she was in one episode um, when they all got, um, I don't even remember what it was, when they all got sick or whatever and they got put in the hospital and she basically sacrificed herself for Linda. That was all. I mean, that was all. So, Miss Moore got motivation eight, uh, realistic ability, 4, Entertainment 13, and Screen Time 1. So, I mean, I think her motivation was pretty clear. She wanted to get healthy. She decided to give Linda the drugs. Pretty solid motivation. Um, Relatability 4, I, I don't know. She had some weird lines like this one. You're a terrible student. <laughs> yeah, that just felt very odd. I don't know if we, like, maybe if we got to know her longer, we would have understand her sort of humor, but it just felt odd um entertainment 13 i I, as odd as it was i thought those lines were funny you know she had this really she was probably one of the more dramatic deaths um in this season so far so uh, i gave her a 13 and she was only in one uh, episode so screen time one uh randolph paul randolph who tied with her he was kind of the quote unquote crazy cop um He, uh, he he was the one who was showing us a really interesting plot point, but way too early. Um, so motivation six, relatability two, entertainment 16, and screen time two. So, um, his motivation was little all over the place. Like, I feel like once he decided, you know, I hate this dome, it was like, I hate this dome. I hate this dome. It's making us crazy. It's making us crazy. Okay, cool. But also he didn't really seem to have, like, what was his actual motivation? Like, did he want to get out? Because people were trying to figure out how to get out and he really wasn't helping them. People were trying to figure out why it came down. He wasn't helping them. Like, he really didn't seem to have that much motivation, I guess, other than, you know, oh, the world's gone crazy. And it was weird that he was a cop but seemed to hate cops and think they should be lawless. So that was odd. Um also, you know, just not relatable. <laughs> he he very quickly like went nuts and just started shooting the don't like nothing he did made a lot of sense. So very unrelatable. Quite entertaining though, I will say. Um I do think it should have been way later in the season, but I, it was, it was funny. It was entertaining. He had some hilarious lines and it just was, so, you know, that was his top score was definitely entertainment. All right, so moving on to the top 20 now, very exciting. Um, So in 20th, we have Dr. Alice Calvert. So um, for those of you forgetting who that is, I've mentioned her a couple times, that's Nori's other mom, Uh, much more interesting or at least much more you know, a part of the story. Um, so I gave her a motivation of 8, relatability of 5, entertainment 11, and screen time 3. Um, now here's why. Um, I felt like her motivations were pretty clear. She, you know, is always just obsessed with where's Nori, keep her safe, and and honestly that's fairly relatable so I gave her a 5 in relatability, but, but also <laughs> what kind of doctor was she? Like I'm so confused. Um, <laughs> going back to carolyn's um comment like she just sort of was a throw all like the only doctor in town apparently because peter was killed and she just did anything oh sorry she just did anything doctor related which was odd and but then after the pandemic little part episode she just wasn't the doctor anymore this was the outbreak over well, everyone who's sick has been treated and anyone exposed to meningitis got antibiotics so yes it's over and i i don't know it just i wasn't i didn't understand um so and she wasn't very relatable like she just she felt like they were going for like this you know very new age like oh i hate being here with the other two but alice alice really didn't have a lot going on i don't know um However, she did have a lot thrown at her. You know, she had the diabetes, she was dealing with that. But then all of a sudden she's like, No, we're fine. Da, 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 I'm totally fine. Meanwhile, like, you know, in near the beginning of the season, she was freaking out about where's Nori, like where but it's like she, you're in a dome. Like there's only so far Nori could go. So I don't know. She felt very um pretty self explanatory motivations, but at the same time just confusing like what she was saying. Um so I don't know. I was a little confused with Alice. Um Somewhat entertaining. She had some interesting things she brought to the table, but yeah, Alice. Okay, so the next two, um, numbers 18 and 19. So I tied them at 18. Um, they're very quick, easy to talk about. Um, Nurse Adams, uh, Motivation 10, Relatability 9, Entertainment 6, and Screen Time 2, She has only been in a few episodes, but every time she comes in, it's, like, solid motivation. You know, she's a nurse. (laughs) We literally do not see her outside of the hospital, which is hilarious when you think about it. Like, none of our main characters, now that Alice is dead, are doctors or nurses or anything like that. So, it's just very, like, she's the nurse, you know, in town, (laughs) which is solid motivation. Uh, pretty realistic. Like, she seems like she's always, like, running around on her feet, um but also seems to care about the people and know them very well. So, I, I, honestly, a quite realistic character, but not very entertaining. She sort of just comes in, says what she needs to say. I'm never very entertained by her or, I don't know. I, and I, I think I blame the script for that. The, uh, the actress seems to be quite good at being realistic, being, you know, there and solid. And so, yeah, just solidly Poorly, poorly used character, if I do say so. I really think they should actually make that nurse character a bigger character. Um, but, you know, it just was. And tied with her, I put the farm boys. I just threw them all in one category because we didn't actually know any of their names, things like that. Um, these are Ollie's farm boys, if you've forgotten. So, no worries if you have. <laughs> uh, motivation, seven. Relatability, three. Uh, entertainment, 16. And Screen Time, one. So, um, yeah, solid-ish motivation, um, sort of. The well, they were very clear on that, but also then they randomly left when it was blown up. So, we're not, like, it's kind of confusing if they were friends with Ollie, if they weren't, like, why they're willing to literally risk their lives for this well, when theoretically if Ollie had a monopoly on it and now the well's been blown up, like, that's good for them, right? So, that's a little confusing. Um, relatability. Oh, my God. So not relatable. Like, I know that, for one thing, they're obviously, like, caricatures of farmers, but I, they were just, I, they were the most ridiculous characters. Like, it just felt like these random guys showed up with guns and we were supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie's known those guys. Like, why were they hanging out with Ollie? I'd, I don't know. <laughs> um, But they were very entertaining. It was very weird to see them there. It had a solid, you know, like, we had a little mini war that was wow, that was entertaining, almost too entertaining. Um, but screen time won, they were really only there, I think, one, maybe two episodes. So um, yeah, so they were solidly in 18th place. Okay, so the next two, um, these two also tied for 16th. Uh, so 16th and 17th place. Um, so, you know, coming off of the farm boys, we have Ollie. Barely any more exciting than the farm boys, um, honestly. Um, Motivation of Eight, Relatability Four, Entertainment Fourteen, and Screen Time Two. So, you know, not much more motivation than the Farm Boys, but I think he also has the solid motivation of everything he does is just a screw over Big Jim. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm with it. I'm about it. So, there's that, (laughs) you know. Um, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't always make sense how he goes about it. So, um, relatability for <laughs> Ollie is just the most silly and r- ridiculous character. Um, I thought he was a dumb character when they introduced him as just the homophobic guy that agrees to go on the manhunt. And then when they made him bigger, I was like, oh, oh no, just, we don't need more of this Ollie guy. And all of a sudden they were trying to make him like nice to Junior. And I was just like, you introduce this guy as a random homophobic gun-toting guy like don't like i don't know why we're (laughs) trying to make him relatable because it didn't work it made it less relatable honestly how about you take that gun off your daddy uh entertainment 14 yeah a little bit lower than the farm boys they were pretty hilarious he was just sort of like there but he caused a lot of ruckus which was you know entertaining for the show um and screen time too because you know it was in a couple extra episodes but eh. uh and tied with him which honestly, I don't think she deserves it, but I also don't think she should be any higher, uh, is Dodie Weaver. So, oh, I forgot to say Ollie, Ollie Dinsmore, but anyways, that's his full name. Uh, Dodie Weaver. So, Motivation 6, Relatability 8, Entertainment 10, and, uh, Screen Time 4. So, yeah, Dodie. I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I like her and I don't. It's hard to, it's hard to describe. Her motivation is very confusing. Um, at first it was like, she's randomly in this town as an engineer. I don't even understand that because, you know, with Julia, it was like, okay, yeah, she got thrown out of the big city. With Phil, I'm like, okay, running your own radio station, it feels very hippie, it feels him. but. Dodie? Why is Dodie here? Like, is she from the town? But then her, what seemed her mother or sister or whatever came to the day when people from outside the dome came. So, it didn't seem like she was from inside Chester's Mill. So, she thinks she's so much better than everyone else, but also, like, like, why? Like, why is she here? Um, Yeah, I was very confused by that. Um, She's also, like, Shown as being very smart and technology savvy and all this, but but like, where is she getting all these parts? I like, I why is she doing all this? She just randomly has these contraptions around. It seems like, is she just like the type of person that makes them in her off time? Like, that's cool. I feel like it could all be explained. I just want some explanation, so that's a little confusing. Um and yeah um relatability eight like i do feel like she has she's a really good actress who can say these ridiculous lines quite relatable um a lot of times she'll kind of say things that i'm thinking like oh that's weird like one of my favorite lines um is when she says this to julia first he traps us now he's trying to reassure us no no there's nothing warm and fuzzy about this julia yeah and it's just to put that in perspective, it's just her straight up being like, no, Julia, that's dumb. And I just, I thought that was great. So she's pretty relatable. Um, not all that entertaining, I will say. Like, she just sort of shows up to do not much. Um, they really should do more with this character. I, I feel bad, you know, and now they randomly, like, the last episode, they just sort of put her in the hospital to show... Um, nothing. I I think the main reason they wrote her going to the hospital was so the kids could go, the children of the dome could go to the hospital and Angie could be reminded by the nurse that Junior had a seizure. But really, like, Angie could have just remembered that on her own. It really was unnecessary. Um, yeah, I don't think this character is being done justice. So, I'm definitely going to solidly say um, Dodie, the character, is much higher than a 16 on this list, but the writing for her is a solid 16. So, um, yeah. So, there you go. Um, so I do have, that's half the list done, uh, and we're at 30 minutes. So, you know what? I think I'm going to make this a little bit of a two-parter. So, uh, let's call this episode 10 and a half, part one. (laughs) Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this, and if you haven't, don't even worry about it. This is more for me getting out all my thoughts about these ridiculous characters. Um, the next half is going to have a lot more of the, uh, well-known characters. Uh, probably some more clips because, you know, they have all the lines. Um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys don't mind that I'm just throwing this in. Uh, also Steve, don't worry. Steve is still recording his and they will be back ASAP. So really this is just extra content and I hope you enjoyed. Talk to you later. Bye.